Wednesday washout. Long weekend's got the best of me. Yeah, look, well, the long weekend takes. It'll take the best of soldiers. The greatest, the strongest, the most resilient. It always fucking wins. I've never defeated the long weekend. The long weekend's only ever defeated me. And it happened again. Honestly, forget the Vietnam War. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Do you reckon the soldiers could survive a long weekend? Mate. I don't know. I honestly, I don't know. Chuck them chuck, chuck in long weekend. Long weekend. See what happens. All right, what's up, nerds? Welcome back to the Barflies Podcast, episode 54. Yep. Today. October the 5th. That's it. 2022. Correct Amundo. Um, I'm not going to say the year's skipping away, but, uh, you know, the silly season's upon us. This year has come at some serious fucking pace. I'm not going to lie. Serious pace. Yeah. Like, wasn't it? Fuck. I swear it was like, it was April or March. Not that long ago. I know. It's bizarre. It is bizarre. My my ability to tell when events happened has gone out the window this year. I like, think I think because there's no been no lockdown, so I think this is how fast it, when lockdown happened, it felt a bit slow. Mm. But now that it's not like that and life is back to normal, um, mate, it's going quick. How awesome is normal life? Oh, it's mate, it absolutely rips. I let yeah I. I was thinking about lockdown yesterday. Um, I was at Freshy Freshy Pool for a quick dip. It's where you where I usually just go for a little little dip of Rooney, sit sit on the concrete there in the sun. And I was thinking about lockdown because that was somewhere where I would go a lot during lockdown. Just like get out of the house, go for a swim, eat like just do it, just kind of I don't know, soak up some time. Yeah, and. I was just thinking that the dynamics of lockdown and the pros and cons mm. and I was thinking about the pros of cons now and I'm like, fuck. For all like the good bits of lockdown, like even like the best the best parts of lockdown are nowhere near as good as like the the average parts of just normal life. Normal life. Yeah, totally. In the element of like having freedom. The best part of lockdown was not having to go to work, I suppose. And like, I mean, it was kind of nice to an extent spending time with your family, but then it would like ebb and flows of, you know, too much time and, you know, tensions rise. It's a fine balance. Ten- tensions rise. I used to, it's like my, my way of like, we're not only when we're getting out, but just to get out of the house sometimes, I would go to like this chicken shop in Newport and they have like this chicken burger with a hash brown on it. So I'd like going at this chicken burger with a hash brown on it and just like sit at the beach by myself. Yeah. Just yep. to like decompress. Get out. Yeah. Just to decompress. Yeah. Because, um, you know, it's all well and good going for like, you'd go for walks with your friends and stuff. Yeah. But sometimes you just needed like some space and like oftentimes that space isn't afforded at home. 
No. In a sense. Like, well, everyone got, would be home. Everyone's always home. Mm. So just like it builds up mm. and you needed to, you needed to step out for a bit sometimes. Well, when ours is on, my – someone – like I swear everyone would like be working or like my brother would be like doing his design stuff in the garage and like mum would be at work most days and like Ailey would just kind of be in a room floating around the house. So I pretty much had like pretty good rule of the roof. So it'd be all right. I'd be doing uni, MBA on, not bad, like in the living room. Yeah. Kind of had like the big big area of the house. Mm. But um, yeah, lockdown, mate. So scared. I remember, I remember hating the weekends in lockdown. Yeah. Because it was kind of like a constant reminder that like we are in fact locked down. Mm. And like Zoom beer. Remember like Zoom beer? Oh, Zoom yuck, dude. That sucked. That fucking sucked. Like, but that was that was a good time. I hate it. I didn't like it at all. No. But like, that was the best you'd get. That was the best you could do. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's yeah, over. That's over. Thank back God. to, you know, back to the October long weekend. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Um. you know, with the forthcoming of Daylight Savings, and, you know, the finale of the rugby league season mm. uh, in conjunction with a three-day, you know, length of time penciled in for debauchery. For ripping. And silliness. Yeah. Does that mark the beginning of, well, summer start, of silly season? Su- yeah. Summer and silly season starts in my eyes when the long week, when daylight savings begins. Yeah. It's summer now. In my opinion. I agree. I just, dude, I went to the beach. I like walked outside yesterday. It was so hot. Mm. I went to the beach. Yep. It was scat though because it's school holidays and I forgot. And that was busy? It was so busy. I was like, yeah. why? I regret doing this. Yeah, it wasn't too busy on the beaches, but I don't know. Where'd you go? Where do you even go if you go to the beach? There's like four beaches that are like near here, I suppose, that people go to. Mm. And then it goes down towards like Maroubra, but it's like Coogee, Clavelli, Gordon's Bay. What one's the nicest um, one? I've never actually, I've, I've actually never went to a beach on this side of the bridge. You're not missing much. You're not missing much. Yeah. Right. One of my coworkers the other day said to me, um, in summer he'll often always make the effort to go to the northern beaches because mm. the beaches are so much better than the city beaches. Really? And I was like, too right. Uh, yeah. I I went to Bondi once, and I was not impressed. Actually, I went to Bondi. I didn't go for a swim. I was there with my family. We were just went. I think. And I was not that impressed. No. I wasn't like... No. I was like, this seems pretty overrated. <sighs> and like, I feel like it would just be packed. Yeah. Yeah, no, I went to Coogee yesterday. Yeah? Um. Yeah, no good. No good. No good. Seaweedy. Like, What's the determinable... Is that a word? Determinable? I think so. Yeah, difference between the two areas. Beach-wise. Um, the beaches are a lot smaller right. in the city. Like they're like – they've got a start and a finish point. There are a, lot, a lot of them are like Freshie. You now Freshie's yeah. really small yeah. and as a result often ends up so packed. Mm. Whereas like you can go to Narrabeen and there's like seven sets of – not seven, that's mayo, but like four sets of flags yeah, down the massive. entire beach. Well, it's like – It's what, kilometers it's long. Like, yeah, it's like four or five four, Ks. Yeah. Um, so that's the most obvious like factor – and um, there's just like the beaches feel a lot more like suburban-y. Where? On the, on the northern right. beaches. 
Um, bit more of a vibe to them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, the 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 city beaches have a bit more of like a. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. Almost like a bit more of a. I want to say Gold Coast vibe, but that's not that's not true. It's just like. I don't know. It just backs onto a bunch of cafes and stuff. I guess you could say that about some beaches as well, but mm. I'm dribbling. It's hard to it's hard to it's hard to vocalize. It's a vibe thing. It's a vibe thing. It's a vibe. Thank thing. you, thank you for it's jumping in. It's a vibe. Thing. <laughs> Save me, please. It's just a vibe. Um, thing. It's hard to vocalize the differences. Yeah, right. I would right. just say the, the the city beaches are slightly more scout. Okay, good description. I went to Gordon's Bay the other day with um, Jared and Delo, and it was awesome. Like, it's like this tiny little beach. It's maybe like fifty meters long. Yeah, like it's tiny. It's a little bay. But you, there's a bunch of rocks where you can all... Kind of like Shelly. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But there's heaps of rocks where you can sit and then you can jump off the rocks and swim out. And it was super clear. Beast. It was awesome. That would be mad. Um, and there was no one around because it was Friday. Oh, let's go. Um, where are we at here? I don't know. Sunday. To mark the, the start of daylight savings and silly yep. season, we were down at the Bolo. Marrickville Bolo. Never been before. Great chicken snitty. Everyone else would just check it out. It is was delicious. Snitty was good? Yeah. I don't know whether I was just very hungry from the day before or whatnot, but it was it was it it slapped. Um Marrickville Bolo, great location. Yeah. Yeah, never been there before. Um, you know, watched the grand final there. Mm. Uh for the big man Jared Jared Trivis's birthday. Yeah. Great occasion. It was a lovely day. The sun sun was out. That was the main thing. I think like – and, dude, the meteorologists last week – Got it all wrong. They got it all. They, they got, got it wrong it. all week. They got it wrong. It was like it's going to rain tomorrow. Didn't rain. It's going to rain tomorrow. Well, it's Didn't all rain. come today. It's come. It's finally come. Um, Did you bowl much? No. No? I didn't bowl much. I bowled a couple lengths, maybe up and back twice. How'd you go? Um, Not bad. I consider myself an okay bowler. Right. Okay. You? Well, I bowled only one ball the whole day and it was when I got there. And so I went, oh, Xander, have a go. I said, sure. Stepped up. Bit of bit of analysis, taking it in for a minute, reading the green and whatnot. Just rolled one ball, about 10, centi- 10 centimetres away from the, from the white. And I just walked off. I said, that's me. I'm not playing anymore today. And I just walked off to the other side of the green yeah. to say good day to a few people. Yeah. I thought, why ruin, why ruin something so perfect? We well, you know we were just discussing a couple of weeks ago about players playing on too long in their careers. That's it. You and did, I, I never didn't, want to do I that. didn't want to. I didn't want to. I just wanted that. That moment was enough for me, enough glory. Mm. Usually, I, usually, which is strange because I am not very good at quitting while I'm ahead. It is not a skill of mine. It is not a skill of mine. So... I was I was happy with myself. Well, I'm proud for of you, that mate. fact as well. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I got a habit of taking it too far. Would you call yourself the Cameron Smith of the Lord Bowls? I'd say more of like the um, Vanilla Ice of Lawn Bowls, just a one hit wonder. Okay. Yeah. Gautier spec. Yeah, bit of Ice Ice Baby. People. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Gautier didn't sing that. Um, that's no, the remix, Goitier remix <laughs> with um, Vanilla Ice. It's good. Dude, Goitier actually has another really good song called Hearts a Mess that no one fucking seems to know about. And every time people go, oh, one hit wonders, yeah, Goitier. Yeah. I it's guess like, he's just somebody we used to know. That was really bad. I hated that. <laughs> Come on. Yuck, dude. Yes. That's like a meme your mum would share on Facebook. Yeah. That's 10 of the bin for me. That's, that is 10. That was, that was pretty fucking bad. Not my mum. A mum. 
Yeah. Shout out, Di. Yeah. yeah. That was bad for me. But yeah, long weekend was great. Um, you, well, not you, but you were aware of a brush with lame that occurred at the Bolo. Yeah. Um, Aaron Chen of Pretty Funny Fame was at the Bolo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and EJ and Chelsea, friends of ours, went up to him to ask for a photo. <laughs> and he just said, nah. That's a bit. That's a bit much, I reckon. I see. At first, when it, when they told me that, I was like, "Oh, lol, that's pretty funny." Like, fair enough. He didn't yeah. really want to take a photo, but I was thinking about it last night, and I was like, I was kind of watching him throughout the day. No one was really going up to him and talking him, talking mm. to him outside of his own friends. It's not like he was being bombarded with like requests, you know, requests, or like attention. Yeah. Really, um, he was probably getting looks all day, as I imagine he would. Mm. He's quite a. Uh, What's the word? Like he stands out. Character. He's quite the character. And I was like, dude, surely it's not that hard to just go yeah. for a photo. No. I suppose when you're a really big celebrity on have you been paying attention, you kind of can afford the luxury of like doing that on like what the third or fourth biggest station in Australia, <laughs> Channel 10. Yeah, look, I'm not sure. When you're sl- a bit of a star like that, <laughs> I mean like, you know, you don't really need your fans anymore. You know? I'm like not trying to slander Aaron Chen. I really like the guy. I am. Yeah, I know <laughs> you are. But I just want to backtrack here because I'm not trying to slander this bloke because I really like him and I really like his comedy. Yeah. But I was just like, come on, dude. Surely you can just like... Take one fucking thing. Because if that was me and he said no, I'd have been like, oh, really? Yeah. I actually would have been kind of sad because I really like him. Yeah. Thanks. So I'm glad I didn't ask. Sorry for bothering you, superstar. Yeah, I know, right? So yeah, cool. I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind Aaron Chen. I think he's kind of funny, but like, I don't know. I just like don't like it when like celebrities and shit do that. It's like, how hard is it to take a photo? Yeah. Like don't don't try and become well known if you're gonna do that stuff. Look, what Xander and I are saying is come and ask us for photos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've always had a thing about that, like when you hear when like I've heard like celebrities like that, I'm like, such a dick move. Yeah. Such a dick move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like anyway. It's not hard to be a good bloke, is it? No, it's not. But And so many celebrities probably are really good people. Mm. It's just there's probably the some few that, that say no stand out. Yeah, but some of them I reckon would be fucking scumbags too. Like, oh, totally. There'd be some real, like, just crazy ones. Have there. you heard about Jared and C. Trav and Seen Ryan's the story from-, from The Strokes? Yeah. Were they sorry in Seville? Yeah. Yeah. I'll say it quickly. Friends of the show ran into Julian Casablanca's of The Strokes lead singer fame. Yeah. And they are, they like, Saw him in a pub after a gig or something. Was it a park? I thought it was a park. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It I think was a public. It was a, no, no it was I think a park. it was a pub because they were standing around like looking at him and like waiting to see if he'd want a ciggy. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was a pub. Um, reach out if you're listening and yeah. you were there. Yeah. Um, but he, I think they eventually went up and like, um. And Ryan was like, oh, hey, man, like we've come all the way from Australia, like just to watch you guys play. Like we really love your music. And um, I think Julian and then Ryan like reached out to like shake his hand and Julian just went like, yeah, cool. And just like shook his hand. And then like Jared said he shook his hand as well. And, Jared, and he like almost looked like offended that he had to shake his hand. It's like, Fire out. Oh. <laughs> did, he, did they get a photo with him? No, I don't think so. I think after the handshake, they were kind of like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think actually this is where my thing with this started because I remember talking. I literally had like the biggest argument with Jared about this, Mm. like massive argument about like that idea that 
just because they're famous doesn't mean they should like appreciate their fans and whatnot. Yeah. What was the argument? That was pretty much – and I was saying that they should and he was saying that they don't have to. Yeah, I asked Jared about that and he was like, oh, I don't really care. He's like, I knew he was like that, so I'm not really mm. like bothered by it. Yeah, right. No, no, just my just my opinion. Yeah, I know. It, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Mm. Um, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I feel like how hard is it? Yeah, it's different if you're Julia Casablancas, like you're like one of the biggest rock stars in the world. But if you're Aaron Chen, <laughs> it's a bit different. Yeah, like at Marrickville Bolo. Yeah, it's like kids his age coming up and asking. You know, yeah. it's like they just take on. the peak. We had we had like this is a brush brush with lame at a bolo, but cricket grand final. We had like we are having celebrations out two years ago after we won at Hubbard Bolo. Dale Terry Evans was there, and we were singing our like team song on the big table outside, and he was like loving it. Like he was like kind of clapping and looking, and was like kind of came and was like, "Oh boys, what had like." Well, did you win today? And we were like, yeah. He's like, oh, congratulations. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And then like took a couple photos. Awesome. And then like, then I kind of felt bad for him because he'd done that and it was all good. And then there was this one bloke who's like a fucking mad, I'm pretty sure he's like a mad alco, just like who hangs around the bolo, who wasn't necessarily with us and just started like chewing his ear off. Oh. Yeah. You hate to see it. You honestly hate to see it. You just hate to see it. Dude, that brings me to a good point actually. Um, I've got it written here. I've got part of it written here at the bottom. So this dribbler last night comes into work, starts explaining to me, you know, first night back in the pub in two years. Right. Um, I assumed because of COVID he had health issues or, or something, something along the lines that, that prevented him from coming out to the pub, considering yep. he lived one block away. Right. Um, he starts out, he's a pretty nice guy, and he's drinking double vodies, double vody tonics. Yep. And... After two doubles, he was chewing the ear off of anyone inside. It started with me. He started to move around. Um, yada, yada, yada. At while, work? At work. While he's talking to me, one of his – or actually, so first off, he goes up and starts bothering like this young couple. Right. Who like looked like they were on one of – like they were in the initial phases of dating. Right. Like that okay. was kind of the vibe I was getting, like a first three date. Kind of, and you can kind of pick first dates when they come in. You can, and it felt like a newish, newish date. You know, they they they're sussing each other out at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this guy's going over and chewing their fucking ear off, and you're like, as a bartender, it's not really your responsibility, but it also kind of is. If he's being annoying, he's being annoying. He's bothering patrons that have come in here to enjoy their night, and yeah. you've got some dribbler who's a regular which I'm assuming he was slash will again become, mm. chewing their ear off. You're like, mate, can you just leave him alone? Leave him alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway, this same guy comes back up to me. How's this for one of the more bizarre lookalikes? He goes, you look like Kevin Proctor no. from the Titans. <laughs> no. Should have cut him off. He must be, he must be fucked to say I think because of like the – just the, the straight hair across the But he doesn't – I'm pretty sure Kevin Proctor has curls. Yeah, he has curly hair, but he just has like the straight fringe it's across like his the, eyebrows. It's like, like the Look, same – it's a stretch. I'm with you here. That That's like the biggest stretch I've ever seen. I've ever – that is one of the strangest ones I've ever heard someone say. Yeah, he's like, have you ever got that before? I was like, mate, believe it or not, I haven't uh, got Kevin Proctor No, before. no one has ever called me a six-foot-four footy player before. <laughs> no. 
No, funnily enough, <laughs> I've never had that. I know that might be hard to believe. I I know it might. I know, but I've never been called that before. Fuck, mm. <laughs> that is rogue. It was it was very bizarre. That is bizarre. He was, he was, but that's the thing. He was quite a nice guy up until he started, and he was still probably being nice to this young couple. But mm. I got this kind of bit cooked. Like she was a bit cooked. Lady came into our work, and I don't know. She was just I don't know whether she was like drunk or she was a bit kind of. I don't know what's going on with her. Yeah. But I was turning on a heater at my work and she comes up and she goes, oh, God, you're a beautiful boy. I was like, oh, thanks. And she goes, you look like Tom Cruise. I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Have you heard that before? Not really, but I'll take it. Thanks. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. Thanks. look like Tom Cruise. Yeah. So that was was – that's probably the weirdest look like I've ever gotten. But that was like not even close. You would have hated that. Yeah, look, it was a good. It was like seven thirty in the morning. It was a good confidence booster, but mm. like, you know, it was weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. It was out of the blue. What one's more bizarre? You looking, you looking like Tom Cruise or me looking like Kevin, Kevin Proctor is weirder. <laughs> that's so much more strange. That's so much. <laughs> that's more. Fun that's fair. so much more rogue. I reckon. Yeah. Just for the fact that like Tom Cruise, you know, it's like he's like a he's a white dude with brown hair. Yeah, and Kevin Proctor's like. A Maori dude with yeah. curly black hair. Exactly. <laughs> and he's like massive. Yeah. yeah. That'd be, that, yeah. That's, that's very good. That's anyway, do you actually want to tell me what happened at the races on the weekend? Because you kind of told me while we were watching the grand final, and I was half cut. But yeah. Oh, so what happened was, um, yeah, very turbulent 24 hours between getting, going to the races and um, getting, going to Maryfield Bolo. Pretty much what happened was I didn't eat anything in the morning. I just had a banana, got to the Hilton at like 10.30, started having beers, um, pretty much continued drinking, got to the races. And as some people may know, you get those like $50 bottles of Chandon and it's just better value than buying beers all day. 50 bucks? Yeah. yeah. 50 bucks, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. So me and Dan, friend of the show, going round for round on them and – I got sloshed pretty quick, you know, act shocked. Um, and like at one point I think I said I was going to go get another bottle and then I just ended up knowing no – because we were in the members bit. I don't know how we G'd that up but we were in the members bit. But there's like all these levels. There's heaps of levels and like all these different rooms and segments and whatnot. And I was walking around and I was just like sp- – sloshed and I was like where the fuck am I and I'm like on my phone going like where are you and they're going this level and I'm like got no idea where I am like I don't know how to get kicked out I like obviously had no idea where I was yeah and Um, you're like sloshed I was trying to comprehend these messages yeah I didn't know what was going on and I literally like I was I reckon I was lost (laughs) for about two hours um I didn't, I barely put any, I didn't put any bets on. I was just like trying to find people. Just trying to keep it together. Yeah, just trying to keep it together. And I was like walking around just dribbling. I would have been so annoying, like biggest pest. I was walking around just talking to random people. Pretty sure I got a job offer at one point. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure like I, I was, I was going around and talking to people in like an Irish accent and then dropping back to Australian halfway through just to like, <laughs> oh, no. like so bad, so head noisy. Are you serious? Yeah, I was being such a fuckwit. Cause I was just like, so like, bleh. So fucking, oh, to be honest, pretty funny if I'm being honest, but it was just like, I just goldfished it pretty much. Um, 
But and then okay, so then that happened. Then I finally found people, and I was ecstatic. Anyway, genuine genuine relief washed over me. Um, not enough to sobe me up, but enough. For, I was I was happy. Uh, then we left, and when we were leaving, um, on the street, I tackled one of my mates, my team, into a bush, and we got back on the bus, and I was like. Oh fuck! Where's my phone? And I knew exactly where it was. I, I was like, "No, it's definitely in that hedge." Anyway, went back home. Went to the diggers. Had a feed. It was only like eight thirty at this point, and I was think, thinking it's like twelve o'clock. Um, so we got a feed. We're in there for a bit, but honestly, I was just like, I was out of it. Um, got got very politely asked to leave the diggers. Fair enough. Left, went home. Was it just you that got asked to leave? Yeah. Got home um, and just in absolute licorice the next morning for like the first hour and a half. Like, Did sh- you just like go to sh- bed at like nine? No, it would have been like 12 okay. at this point. But like when I got next morning, woke up and just like shower, vomits, scat. And then I was like, fuck, I don't have my phone. I'm feeling not – I didn't feel like head hungover. Or it was just more like oh, I need feel like I need to throw up. I need to eat something. Yeah, sure. and then I would still make me feel like I was going to throw up. And I was like, oh, I have to go to the city because I got to find my iPhone up, and it, I could see where the phone was and find my it's iPhone. Exactly where you thought it was. Exactly where I thought it was. And I was like, but the thought of having to go to the city to get it made me like feel more sick. And then I was like, started driving, and I felt crap. And I was like, oh, I'm running out of time because I have to be at Marrickville Bolo. So I. I just went home. I was like, no. Just got changed, got ready, got kind of in the zone to do it. Had another quick tacky and I was sweet. And I was sweet after that. Wait, did you go to Randwick and then go back home? No, went to Randwick, picked my phone up, then drove to Urco, just down the road here and then got an Uber to Bolo and then left my car here. And then after after we went to the Bolo and back to – and then we went to Vic on the Park, a grand return. I went to Sash that night and I didn't get home till like 7.30. So then I didn't get up till like 2 o'clock and I was literally going, how the fuck am I going to get my car? Like there's no way I'm getting the bus. Like this is not – I don't think I can muster up the strength. And then my brother came in absolutely clutch, sorted me out. He drove you? He drove me to Jacksonville, yeah. For what? To get my car. Just to be a good bloke? Yeah, just to be a good bloke. That's nice of him. Yeah, that was. Do you owe him anything for that? Is he um, gonna like come back at you and be like? Okay. No, I, I helped him with something afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I got him. I got him back. You settled. I settled the debt. Nice. Settled the debt. Okay. But nice. yeah, it was it was a, it was turbulent. It was fucking turbulent. That's a turbulent twenty four hours. Yeah. Or forty eight hours. Yeah. It was just a lot happened. That's a that's a. But you know, big old weekend. That's why the long weekend remains undefeated. Because shit always happens like that. You just something rogue every time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Look, it was a good weekend. I had a good time. I didn't do much on Monday at all. No, woke. I wasn't even too bad when I woke up. I was just like, I'm just Neither. wrecked. Just yeah, just, just really wrecked. tired. But then it doesn't help that I'm like, okay, get an early night, and I have been absolutely punishing Modern Family recently. It has been my favorite show to watch. Well, what happened last night? Well, last night, similar thing. I was like, yep, go to bed. Just finish the episode that you're watching in bed. You actually told me this. At like quarter past 12 last yeah. night. I yes. was like, are we I doing I was the- just about to start watching it when I was in bed. I was like, what are you, I was like, are we doing the pod tomorrow at 10? You were like, yep. 
Yep. And then you replied at like 12 and I was like, go to bed. You haven't, you are notorious for sleeping through alarms and not being here on time. Yeah. And respectfully, no, that's, that's, you are f- notorious that's, that's I'm notorious. That's fair and call. I was like, why are you awake? Like go to bed. Yeah. Um, I went, yep. No worries. I'm going to bed now. And then 11 o'clock rolls around this morning. I've heard absolutely nothing. Crickets. So naturally I've just assumed pot off. I'm getting a message from Xander at 1130 going, oh, fuck. I was still still asleep. Instead, I rocked up at 1130. Yes, you were here. You knocked on the door. Yeah. I was like, oh, hey. Yeah, so that was, yeah, because last night I went, oh, I watched one more episode and then I ended up staying up to like two, just after two, watching Modern Family. Mm. It's so addictive. I can't stop. Like, I literally cannot stop. (laughs) It's actually bad. I'm going to start watching again. It's such a good show. Oh, warning. Disclaimer. Warning for watching, binging Modern Family. There's like 11 seasons and they all have about 20 episodes. I can't get addicted to shows, I don't think. We'll see. I'll see. And they're all like 20 minutes each. Yeah, so you're just true. like, yeah, I'll watch an episode. And it's just like over in a second. Mm. You're like, oh, sorry, I'll watch another one. Mm. Dangerous. Very the only show I finished in like the last two years, I think, is True Detective. And it's six episodes. Yeah. Oh, and The Last Dance, which is like eight. Ten. Ten, sorry. Look at me go. Ten apps. Yeah, last fuck last dance is so last dance is fucking so beast. I know the clips always come off my phone. And I'm just I get it sounds gonna sound kind of cringe, but like actually some of the scenes like the bit where he's talking about it's in like episode five where he's talking about him being like a competitor. It's at the very end of the episode, and they do like the montage of like them winning stuff, and he's like, like I did it. I'm doing it for the team, doing it for me. Like I want to win, blah, blah, blah. And then he starts getting like emotional and he's like, if you don't want to play that way, don't play. Mm. And he like tears up and he's like, break. And he walks off. Even if I watch that now, I'm like, I got goosebumps talking about it. Like I reckon it's like so crazy. That bit. Mm. Like it's an awesome series. I don't know how they got, like, why were they filming that in the nineties? I'm not sure. They couldn't have been filming for a Netflix show, obviously. Yeah, like, I, I don't. I, I'm on not, what basis did that footage come come about? I'm not sure, but whoever thought of doing it, I'm very thankful for, because it's ended up being. I wonder what the backstory is behind that. Mm. I always think the funny bit is like when Jerry Seinfeld pops up for like two minutes in one of the episodes. Yeah. Do you remember that? Is he in the sheds or something? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's not going to work. And he's like looking at the game plan and then he gets told he has to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> that's like such a 90s moment, like MJ and Jerry Seinfeld standing next to each other. Yeah, totally. Like two superstars, like two global superstars. Mm. The 90s has such a good aura about it. Yeah. Like you've got the biggest sports star in the world and the biggest entertainment star in the world. Totally. That's, that's like a crazy duo yeah. of people. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. That um, me out. Where are we at? Where are we at? Um, oh, okay. I have a question, okay, of something. I don't know how this shit works and I need someone to explain it to me and I feel like you would know. How does Facebook and Insta mutuals work? What like do you mean? the recommended ones and like the ones that pop up for you. Where do they pop up? Like, like on your like on your screen, like when you're scrolling, they might like pop up, or like in the, it says like if you go to like requests or whatever, and it says like people you may know, um, and that kind of always changes. And sometimes they have like two mutuals, but they'll come up still. I I was gonna say that I don't look at it very often, if ever. I don't even go on Facebook, but like, I feel like when I do look, it's always people that are like around me in my life. Mm. It's like 
people that I'm like new friends, for example. Do you reckon it's like location based? Yeah. Or do you think it's mm-hmm. it like senses when you're like near other people's phones? Yeah, I reckon. Because I remember this was a really weird one, but a couple it was like about a year ago. I walked past a kid from my primary school, like yep. at Woolies, mm. and he came up on my Facebook recommendations right. like a day later. And that was the first time I was like, maybe it's a location thing. Because but that's that preface, that's a vibe thing. Yeah, I don't know. That's a vibe thing enough. I've done no further research. Because like, I mean, they look at, they, the, your phone obviously listens to you. Because mm. like all the ads will pop up if they like, if you've been you talking talk about it. it. So like it obviously listens. So I don't think it's too far-fetched to suggest like they base mutuals on like proximity. Yep. My two my two at the moment are Brendan and Kirsty. Always come up. They they came up in my one like yesterday or something. Right. And they're like people who I'm like good friends with. Yeah. And okay. they're always around. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. And like do you reckon it has anything to do with like you searching or people searching or like clicking on your profile existing? So like I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know because I don't really search or click on anyone's profiles mm. or anything on Facebook. You don't just random, just have a little flick through. Mm, very rarely, very very rarely. Mm. I don't. I, I just don't really go on Facebook. I probably do it on Instagram. Yeah, a lot. Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. I would, but not on Facebook. No, not Facebook. I can't even think whether mutuals would come up on Instagram. Where do they come up? Yeah, they come up. Is it says like, like when it, it, if it comes up, it'll come up with the account. If you click on the person, it'll be like. People you also okay. follow. I know what you're talking about. It's like when you follow someone new and then it would do a drop down and there's mm. like five people yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't pay attention to the Instagram ones. The Instagram ones never seem to be people that I know. Yeah, right. So that might be your question. Mm. Why are these people that I don't know? Yeah. Coming up. I feel like Facebook's always more people you know and Instagram's sometimes like random. Like it'll be someone's like I don't know, cooking account or something. Yeah. With like two mutuals. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I don't know. It's it's weaves me out a bit. If anyone knows how it works, reach out. Reach out, let us know. Because I've got no idea. I um played I've been playing in a five aside comp on Monday nights. Talk to me. Um pretty good side. Pretty handy, pretty handy little team we got going. Yeah. Um we lost the first game just due to being low on numbers. Yeah. And then we won like nine in a row or something. Right eight on. in a row. Yeah. We beat the two top team. We beat the best team. Mm. Which you know, in turn, makes, makes us you the, the best team. team. Yeah. Um, so we'd beaten the top two teams. But then last week, we had like three players away, no subs. And we lost on the whistle to an own goal. So that was our second loss of the season. That second loss put us into third place somehow. Tough. On goal difference. I don't know how. And, you know, we get a sort of dodgy email during the week about, you know, finals coming up or something. It didn't really explain much anyway we rocked up the other night played a team we won like 10-1 and we went up to the 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 guys at the end we're like oh like we saw that email like when are the finals and they were like oh they were tonight and we were like what do you mean and like the finals were tonight and we're like and we were like well did we just play a final like what happened we just pumped a team how was that a final and they were like oh you might like only first and second played in the final and we were like what? So we lost two games all season, finished third, and just played like some shit team that finished fourth and pumped them 
That was it. Yeah, and that's it. Season done. Comp over. That mate, some of the five or six aside five aside comps are so annoying like that. They're just so poorly organized. Yeah, like they they just like they just they just take take the cash. Like the one at Cromer. I like I like it's a fun competition to play in. And it's like very it's like good for like social teams or if you want to make a good like a legit have a legitimate go. But you play like nine games mm. and you pay like three hundred bucks. It's insane. And you know, and like at least one of them gets rained out, and then yeah, if you don't come first or second, it's like yo, yeah, you just verse the team next to you. It's like, well, that's not fun. That's yeah. the point. At least in some futsal comps, they do like one proper four. finals. Yeah, do and proper stuff. finals. They do gradings and finals. And it's like awesome. in Eagle Tag, they do it. Yeah. So agreed. Touch, they do it. So yeah, to the uh, five aside comp at Centennial Park. Yeah, respectfully, will I sign up for the spring comp? Probably. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. you know, we've got to avenge what we what we didn't have. Yeah, I know. I, I'm locked. I'm locked in for the summer of social sport this year. Well, we've got a Wednesday comp, as you know, that you're almost a part of, starting mm-hmm. next Wednesday. Yeah, I believe. I've got football starting on Thursday night, starting next Wednesday. Who are you playing with? Uh, guys in the football team, but they're like ones I used to play with in a couple, like a division above. So it should be fun. Yeah, nice. Yeah, should be good. I'm keen. Um, I love six aside in futsal. Yeah, I'm so much better at it than I am at outdoor. I think just because sweaty it just suits me better. Sweaty techers. Just because I'm small, I think. So it's more like to scale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. It's like I'm finally playing on a, on the same size pitch as everyone else. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Because okay. I got little legs. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It just like seems it. to suit me better. Yeah. Right. You just rip, and you like doing like sweaty skills and stuff as yeah. well. Yeah. Just being in like tight. Um, Ag- j- agile. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Like a like a mouse or something. Like a rat. Yeah. I, it's often the rat. Yeah. That's what I get compared to. Yeah. I didn't want to just. You can say it. Yeah, I was going to say rat. You can say I was going to say rat originally. Yeah, you yeah. can say rat. Yeah. I get it. High pressing goalkeepers in Viverside. Mm. Someone's got to do it. Dog. You're a dog. I did it. I scored a goal the other night. Just being such a fucking smart ass. Like, I'm always like lippy to the goalkeeper and stuff because mm. they always use the goalkeeper heaps in futsal. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, he'll get nervous. He'll get nervous. Like, let him come up. He'll lose it. And like sometimes it works, sometimes it backfires. But last week, a guy was like running back towards his keeper and he'd just been passing it back all night. And he had the ball at his feet. And I was like, go, pass it back. Pass it back. Pass it back. And he tried to turn me and I just tackled him. Oh, very nice. And I was like, ah. Oh. And Did then he like, he like G'd up at his keeper. He's like, hey, you fucking off shit. I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah. But just like, you know, scumbag, the, the, scumbag five aside. But, you know, someone's going to do Right, right. This guy last night in Eagle Tag, he literally like made a break through the line. And then as he was breaking through the line, he went to pass to his winger, but his winger was like standing like five, ten metres behind him because he just like thought he was going to get through anyway. And he's like – doesn't know that he hasn't been tagged and he like turns around, stops running. And like I was full work and I reckon he would have beat me to the corner. And I'm like walk, going towards him and he's like turning around, blowing up at the winger. And he's like, and the ref's like, and he finishes blowing him. He looks up and I'm there and I'm like just about to tag him. And the ref goes, play on. And he goes, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think they were, it was 10 all at this point. Sure. So like he could have like scored. scored. They ended up winning by a try, but like he could have fucking. Like just wrap the game up. Yeah. Just like well, very social like sport. I was yeah. fucking loving it. It was yeah, so yeah. good. Oh, it's the best. How good is it? Yeah. 
mate. Summer undefeated. Summer, summer always undefeated. Do you want to do that like, only point you missed, or are you moving on? What Would are we at? No, we'll, we'll move on. Move on. Move on. I got to. I literally have to go in nine minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> what time is it? It's almost one thirty. Um. Okay. We might just go back page now because I have to go to uni. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, of course, NRL Grand Final this weekend, as you most of you will know. Um, Panthers versus Eels, much talked about. Might I just say, Cody was right about the score. I was right about Clive Churchill. Well, if you were to say it went exactly how I expected it to. I wasn't far off. I was I was four points away. It went exactly how I expected. Exactly how you said. So you, you did, actually came up and told me, but I would have... If I would never have watched that back and mm. known, it's just that you told me, and I was like, "Oh, cool, yeah." Um, Actually, my mum messaged me as well and said that you. Got she it was right. like, "You picked that on the podcast, yeah." And then I picked Dylan Edwards, Clive Churchill. Dude, start. We should start a fucking punting show. It's what we do. We've literally got we f- so much right this year. It's literally what we fucking. You picked the Daliam and the Clive Churchill. Yep. Oh, imagine putting money. Oh, that's well, power of hindsight, but like. I'm I'm pretty stoked with the fact that we got that done. Yeah, we put no money in it, and my betting account is just reds for like the last five months. Yeah, just X's. I I was so cl- like so close to winning. I got money back on one multi. I just needed a big Viliami kick out a score, and he literally got the ball smacked out of his hands as he was going over the line. Oh, by Bonga Blake. Yeah, and I was like. I was actually shocked. I was that rattled. Didn't Sebo drop the ball over the line as well? Yeah, he, he got it smacked out as well. I think I was a Dylan Edwards try short of my multi. I haven't actually right. checked. Um, I got money back though, but... I think I power played. Yeah. no. Look, it's by the No play. good. But great game nonetheless. <laughs> Panthers dominant. They're just just too good. Like I was saying to Cody, too fast, too strong, too smart. Just outplayed. Yeah, like jokes aside... I think, you know, people were all kind of like, you know, we're all, we're all, we were getting into the narrative last week, you know, mm. we were like, could Parra do it? Mm. Could they do it? And now that the game's over, like you say, power of hindsight, but of course Penrith dominated. Mm. Of course they did. Just like, they like Parra have had a tough run into the finals. Mm. Like they've had to play really tough footy every week. Yeah. And Penrith have three grand finals or two grand finals prior experience. Mm. Play up. Like half their team. Well-rested players. They played – Nathan Cleary played like three games in the last two months. Yeah. Like he was fresh. Rested. Like just – they were just – they were literally just clinical. They didn't – they like barely made an error the whole game. It was 28-0 in the 20 – in the 76th minute. Yeah. Or 75th minute or something. Just – they just like – just too good. What can you say? They just dominant the whole game. Like their forwards just absolutely smashed them. Like they, I didn't see Para get like much, adv- getting into like much rhythm, rhythm, or like getting into a point where they can take the game or take a play into their advantage. You know, they, even even if they got a penalty into like to get out of their half, they still didn't really get into the Panthers' no. forty zone. Penrith won everything. Their line speed was awesome. They won every yeah. every like contact mm. battle they had. They won. Mm. Um, Para had that one really nice piece of play out at their own end, and it was real desperate footy when Reed kicked it across to Penasini, uh, to Simonson, and then and he made that break. And then who was there? Deadwoods. Yeah, there with that tackle. And they were saying like, "Oh, it's a Scott Sattler, Sattler re- replica. It's a replica in the way that he bundles him over the try line, but like 
the Scott Sadler one is far better. Yeah, yeah. It's like full length of the field. And it's a, a lock forward chasing a winger. Yeah. And he makes a tackle and it's they would have like won the game if they scored it. Mm. So kind of different, but similar. Sim- similar. 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 Mm. Like but I I enjoyed watching that performance. It was I thought I thought Luai was amazing. <laughs> as per usual. As I always think. As but always I thought do. he was he was just to be honest, crazy good. To be honest, I watched maybe fifteen minutes. Of that I game. watched the whole thing. I need to rewatch it. I need to rewatch it. I literally watched the whole thing. Like there was a brouhaha happening behind me at the bolo, and I just totally ignored it because I was just like, I'm like, I sat down with you for like the last ten because I was like, I've hardly watched any of this. Yeah, no, it was um, Toto as well. Did like, you Toto I- this year? People have said it has a quiet year, mate. He's a big game player. He came out and he absolutely killed these last this finals games. He's been sensational every game and came out, scored two tries, like almost man of the match. Did you see? He ran 290. It was 299. It was just under 300. um, Did you see his first try when Gutho is sprinting across? And tries to bundle him into touch and he just doesn't move. He doesn't, like, does nothing to him. You're like, oh, Gutho, this will be close. Like, Gutho. He gets a good grab of him as well. He he didn't move. He just, like, he doesn't, he's. So strong, like you, it's cra- I actually find it so crazy how strong he is. Like, and he even last week against South, like that try scores, he intercepts it and he bumps off like Cody, Cody Walker, Walker, yeah, who then falls into three other people. Yeah, it's insane. Like, and, and he he's like it, 5'10 or and something. He, and he did it again to make a break in that game as well. He bumped, he bumped over someone and just like kept running through. He's a freak, he's a freak. Someone at work who's like, you know, not. Who's like kind of like rugby league, but not as much as I, mm. you know, sort of asked me how Penrith is so good and like why no one else is doing it. And I was like, well, Penrith kind of have the blessing that they have one of the biggest catchment areas for their mm. juniors mm. in in rugby league. And they've but also- so do the Tigers. Yeah. So it's like, what's the, you know, Phil Gould was there, you know, obviously probably a deck 10 mm. years ago now. And he sort of put all those pathways into place. They also have like a generational talent in their team. Nathan Cleary but also like Toe and like Luai as well and, like, Yo- and Isaiah Yo top class like it's players. just like yeah it's incredible it's really 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 incredible and like honestly you are popular today mate. yeah Xander's phone going off um yeah one of the most incredible teams I think one I of the think most we'll dominant see. teams we've seen in a long time if they win three. one more if they win again next year after well, losing, like, who are they losing kick out and Co- Appy Appy Mate, they can win like in, like injuries and stuff uh, pending. They but can mate, do it again for sure. They like, can. like I know I said the Roosters could win this year, but honestly, like, I mean, the champs always should be the favourites, but I don't think there's a reason they couldn't go back mm. and and be at least make the top, like, be in the final, deep into the final. The only thing is, and I'm not saying this because he's coming to the Tigers, but like. Losing Appy Corusau is massive. It's even bigger than losing Burton because of the position that he plays. Yeah, in. like it's they, this is the first time their spine has been interrupted mm. in the past five years, I think. So, but four years. to say that though, Mitch Kenny does a great job, and also like him, then playing more games is only going to make him better. Totally, and he's going to have to adapt, and will make him better player. Totally, and then also there's the young guy, who's like nineteen. Um, my name's escaping me right now, but he played a couple games this year. And when he played, I think he scored one or Kurt two Falls. tries. 
No, number nine. Okay, I don't know. Um, but he was also like very good. So mm. like their teams, I don't think – apart from Appy and then they get Luke Gardner next year who had an amazing season this year. Gardner? Yeah. He had a solid season. Like he in was, a team he that – was injured for a lot of it. He's yeah, but a in very a, solid player. But like in a team that came last. Mm. He's he, a great signing. He was – like, he was great. He yeah. chased down Turbo one game. He outran him. He had the ball. Oh, that's right. He yeah. outran Turbo. So, like, Dude, I love Luke Garner. Yeah, I'm, super, I'm super happy for him going to Penrith. And on that left, if he just straight swap on that left edge, like, it's not a bad replacement. No. He's quick at, like, kick out. He's quick. In he's quick. Center. He's strong. Like, pro- he's not saying that. He's no, he isn't kick out because no. kick out's kick out. Like, he's an absolute X Factor player. But, I mean, there's plenty to like about Totally. What their team looks like. Uh-huh. And I think, is he the only one going? It's yeah. hard. Who have they got to operate? They've, I think Toto's still only on like 350k Yeah, he's getting a new contract. But like they know what they've got there, that club, and that's what a lot of the players, you can, they've been saying. Like they know what they have and so they're going to, they've wanted, although like they've got to look after their own interests, like they still got to work, they want to work to, for the betterment well, it's of interesting because someone like Appy, he's like at the end of his career, he's mm. now won three comps. But mm. at the time of signing, he'd already won two comps, one with Penrith. Yeah. It's like he kind of has to put his, his own. family first yeah. and his own. Well, he's achieved a lot. Because he's 31 or whatever. He's yeah. 30, 31, 30. But someone like Toto, for example, he's like, dude, I remember when Tedesco signed for the Raiders all those years ago. Do you remember that? Yeah, he almost went to the he Raiders. He signed for the Raiders and he backflipped. But something that Robbie Farris said that kept him at the club at the time was like, and, and at the time the Tigers kind of did have something, right? Mm. Robbie was like, there's something happening here. Stay, the money will come. Yeah. You know? And like, I feel like for a lot of these young guys at Penrith, Toro could stay there for another four years and mm. then sign a big contract at 26. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or 27. Mm. Um, he could win. He could win another comp in that time. He well. could win a few. Dare yeah. I say, maybe win a couple more. Who knows? The only thing I think that will be a bit of a threat for Penrith keeping plays is the Bulldogs because they have an absolute. How do they still have money? So they've got so they've only got eight players that are going to be con that are at the moment contracted for twenty twenty four. But aren't all of them on like seven hundred k? No, 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 no. A lot of them are just like like they've upgraded a lot of like train and trial. Players. Players in the last year. Um, but Burton, Fox, Marnie and Kickow would all be on big dollars. But not Burton, but the other three would. Fox, Kickow and Marnie, wouldn't they? Uh, I think they'd probably all be on like 600. I don't think they'd, they would be on much more mm. than that. Like, I wonder how the dogs got Marnie. Do you think it was Phil Gould? Because yeah. do you know what I mean? Like it, it seemed like a weird time for Marnie to leave Para because Para... Well, Para can't pa- – the thing with Para, they've got a lot of money locked into some big players. Like Gutho is on a fair bit of cash. Moses on cash. Yeah, you're right. Like a lot of their forwards are pretty well paid. Fuck, you know, I'd love to just see everyone's salaries. Yeah. I'd love to just know what everyone's on. So like pa- like that's the thing. Like Para now, they've got to try and figure out how they're going to keep Moses and Brown and Gut. Like they've got a lot of decisions to make mm. to keep that team together because like if they lose Moses – they are not a top four team anymore. I think next year will be a real test for Para. Like mm. losing Marnie is huge. But Papali'i has also been one of their better players this year. Yeah. Or last two years. Last two years. Yeah. And he's gone as well. So And like if the storm like the storm starts circling for a player like Dylan Brown, like they've 
saw someone saying that they could like rumored. So I don't know whether it's true, but like, you know, yeah, we're just you know we're catastrophizing here, but it's it's a possibility. Possibility, like the storm when Munster leaves. If he does, well, like if the, if he doesn't leave, the Dolphins will have that money to spend. So maybe the Dolphins come in. But I'm saying, like, if Munster leaves, the Storm are going to want someone of quality to replace him. Dylan Brown is going to be in high demand, is what you're saying. Yeah, they can. They've got a lot of. They've got a lot of players in key positions. A lot of quality players in key positions that in other clubs they don't have those players. Mm. And if they they acquired them, it would make them better immediately. Mm. Like a team, like I don't know, like pick any team, like. Just for the Knights example, like imagine the Knights somehow get their mitts on Mitchell Moses. Mm. Like their team instantly would become better, mm-hmm. you know, or Dylan Brown. The team's better straight away. Yeah. So well, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. The Tigers are circling Moses as well. Yeah. Um, so it's like there's 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 going to be like, let's say you're in Dylan Brown's position. He's going to be like, okay, well, I can stay at the Eels for 600. I can go to the Dolphins for 800. Mm. Or I can go down and play with Jerome Hughes under Craig Bellamy. For 500. Mm. So it's like... And win a title. And win a comp probably. So it's like he's got... He's got a decision to make. Yeah. I Look, look, I, I'm I'm worried about the Eels. I don't think... I think the Eels are going to have... I've got a... Like that's their window done. Like I that was so. it. I agree. I don't think they can... They'll... Like Marnie, they, might, they might get in the eight next year. Mm. But I don't think they'll make the grand final. I think Reid Marnie was holding that window open. I think he was. Yeah, all by, his, I, all by his lonesome. Yeah, I didn't think he played super. I didn't think he played super well this year compared to last year. No, I agree. Last year but, was his better season. But uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, a good hooker's hard to come by. Mm. I think. Um, I think next year the Eels will like be in trouble a little bit. We'll circle back to that now. Our twenty twenty three preseason. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Um, we'll just hit some EPL real quick. Harland. Um, okay, Man City Derby up 4-0 at halftime. Game ended 6-3. Harland hat-trick, Phil Foden hat-trick. Harland takes eight games to, to score three hat-tricks, the quickest in Premier League records, which is fucking insane considering the next best is 50 games. So, yeah. Really? Yeah. My God. So he's scored 14 goals now in eight games. I also saw... So- He's nine goals away from last season's golden boot and there's 30 games remaining. Silly. And and the thing that also is crazy is like this year, obviously there's the World Cup and it's in the middle of the year, middle of the EPL season. So it'd be in November. And then in December, the, when the season resumes, Harland isn't going to the World Cup with Norway. He's not going. Well, so Norway he, aren't going. Well, Norway aren't going. So he's, he's going to be fresh. He's going to come out, have like a bit of time off, be fit, be fresh when a lot of the other big teams and teams in general are going to have a ton of players out. So, look, it's going to – he's like the dominance he's already showing. Like he's – like player, he just can't be marked. Like in that team, there's like so much going on already and then you throw in him and he's just unstoppable. Like he's just popping up everywhere like – you literally all these goals. He just appears. Mm. That he just appear at the back stick, or he will just appear in between a defender. And then if he goes and does it himself, he literally is like pushing off two players at one time, and then still scoring a goal. 
Well, even that goal that he scored on the weekend, you know the one where De Bruyne kind of whipped it between mm. the centre backs. Um, it's like that was a great ball, mm. but like the average striker doesn't get to that. No, do you know what I mean? Like he would have lost vision behind the defender. And then he still just had the instinct to slide out because he's so athletic and long, mm. and to perfectly make contact with the ball, it shoots into the net. Mm. It's not like a. It's not like he just got it. Yeah, he. You know, I feel they're like. Well, how do you feel about it as like a United fan? Because, you know, I'm obviously like a very like unbiased fan of the Premier League, and the fact that Haaland is here is so exciting. It's like, it's something, you know that we haven't really seen probably to this extent since Suarez was at Liverpool. Mm. And even still, Haaland is like, yeah. he could potentially blow that season out of the water in terms of goals. It's just, so how do you feel about it from like a Man United perspective? Are you still like, wow, this is good to watch? Or is it kind of like frustrating in a way? Well, it's frustrating because you want to be higher up on the ladder and you can't do that like when you have a superstar. Well, it's hard when you have superstars like Haaland on that team. Like they just seem... Every year, the difference between City and United pretty much mainly is the fact that City have had one manager this whole time, United have had about five, okay? Every time new manager comes in, they either sign the wrong players or they sign like the players that the owners want to sign who are like commercial players, you know? And... Now that's kind of changed. They're like, okay, we've fuck, we fucked up. We have to commit to the vision of the manager and not the club, the greater club's vision. When City haven't done that, they've picked one of the best managers ever and gone, yep, we'll back you. And just like let him pick and choose players and then brought them in. And that's why every time they buy a player, it's always a good signing because they're picking the right player every time for the system. Well, almost every time. That's a good point. There's been a couple, there's been a couple that haven't worked out. And they just like they they go and they just sell them again. And they're like, "Yep, that's fine," but like people like Rodri, Cancelo, Gundogan, like Bernardo Silva, like all these guys, like superstars, like Mares, you know, Harlan, De Bru- like like De Bruyne they, was a freak, but his career went to a new level at City. Yeah, you know, they signed Laporte, like. Diaz, like you would have never heard of well, Diaz. Well, their whole team is signed. Have, you would have never heard of Diaz before no. he came to the city and he's a fucking freak. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. You know, and then they even like have crafted some like some great players who are now off. Like they got Shushenko who's now Arsenal and he's playing really well. Mm. So they've just, they've just picked the right players every time. Whereas United, like they haven't really, or they pick players that have showed promise or they're not used them right. Like, Good examples like Martial, who is actually a good player and at times like has had really good runs of form, but then, you know, he might get injured or they use him in the wrong like they use him as a winger. He's never really been a winger. He should be a striker the whole time. But they just they always seem to get it wrong. Or like a best example for United is like Pogba. You got someone who's like such a quality player and the whole like the whole time he just needed someone to be that defensive player for him and they never they never got it they they have it now they've got Casemiro now but they needed that 3 years ago yeah you know um so that's probably where it's at so it's going to take time for any team to catch city cuz 
they're sitting second right now, but they still haven't lost a game. They've just drawn a couple games. I reckon they could sell their whole team, bar De Bruyne and Haaland, and just start from the ground up and still be top. Mate, they that's ins- how good those two are. They are insanely good. It's insane. They're insanely good. Um, and they seem to be complementing each other immediately, which is – like scary. think about how long it takes to build chemistry between players and like build that kind of <laughs> instinct where these two have been like – like well, even Harland, away. Harland and Foden. They're just assisting each other on the weekend. Yeah. Like crazy. Absolutely crazy. Good to watch. Great to watch. I'm, really I'm in, to watch. I'm, I, you just got to appreciate things like that when it happens though because it's, um, it's pretty pretty freaky what we're seeing right now with him in the Prem. Mm. He'd only need to do this for one season. He'd go down as a legend. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is there's actually some other players playing really well and like scoring at almost a goal a game rate. Which usually you'd be like, wow, that's really impressive stuff. Mm. Like that's that's good. Like Harry Kane's played seven games, he scored seven goals. Mm. But yet Highland scored double that in that time yep. and it's kind of like overshadowed. Totally. So it's got a big shadow too, mm. Erling Highland. Um but that's all I'll say on it, because I feel like that's otherwise it'll get too dribbly. Any cricket? Windy's tonight? Windy's tonight, I'll probably I'll probably give it a watch. <laughs> so you give that a watch? If I'm being honest, I'll, I'll probably give it a little fucking <clears throat> give it a watch. That's Flick in Gold on. Coast tonight. Mitchell Stark and Mitch Marsh coming in. Oh, pardon me. This is like the last chance for some players to uh, show their value before the World Cup kicks off in like two weeks. So keen for that. Cool. Yeah. We done it. We done it. All right. Song this week, Rio by Lokart Connie. Your beauty. A little Shazam, that one from work. Yeah. Shout out to the work playlist. Thank you. Uh, that's all. That's all. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed your long weekend. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.